Our problem is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa, and it's time to unleash your strengths. All right, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. It's so good to be here, to be with you, to share this message of don't mess around with the merry-go-round. It's kind of cool. Actually, this comes from a very... uh, this comes from an analogy I actually taught many years ago that I, I just kind of like forgot it. Like, I don't know why it, it just left my mind. And as I was sitting here deciding what I wanted to talk about in this episode, it popped in my head. I was like, oh, this is a good one. I definitely want to talk to people about this because whenever it is you're trying to do something, there is a space that you can get in that will almost guarantee failure. Okay, let me, let me just say that again. If there's something you want to accomplish, there's a space you can go to that will practically guarantee failure. And what I want to do is talk about that in this episode and talk about and talk about strengths. Okay, that kind of go in with it. So this this whole analogy came in because I was trying to think about I was thinking about like all the times in our lives where we, we become susceptible to falling down, forgetting our passions, you know, and and, and becoming undisciplined and undedicated and uncommitted and inconsistent, right? I was trying to think about all the times in my own life where I get uh, in these spaces, right, where I just, I just stop committing, you know? Just, yeah, I'm not committed anymore. I was committed yesterday, but today I'm not. I was going to go, I was, I, was, I was committed to be on a, on a really good diet and, a, and an exercise regimen, but today I'm not, Right? And I wanted to figure out why is that happen? Why why does that happen to me? You know why is it that that those situations come up and I just fall for it? You know what I mean? And and I realized um, that there is actually a secret to this. And so I want to share that secret with you real quick before I do. Uh, it's been a great year so far. I wanted to update you all on something that's been going on. Um, I am uh, as of this recording, I'm, I'm about two days away. No, three days away from speaking on stage in front of a few thousand people, uh, which I'm super excited about with um, uh, an event I got invited to speak at. And um, the, I've, I've completely prepared. I've, you know, I've, I've said these words. I've talked about these things for over a year and a half. And I'm so ready. I could do this. I could have done this, what I'm, the talk I'm going to do in a few days. I could have done it a month ago. I could have done it two months ago. Three months ago, I was ready, right? And so... Uh, I'm excited to be able to go out and share this. What I'm really open to is the abundance that can follow. You know, I know many times in people's lives, you know, you just, you, you get to a point where things are going well and you're doing well. And then all of a sudden there's this weird, um, like reflexed to throw it all away and just say, no, I'm not ready for this. And, and honestly drop the ball. You know what I mean? Fall flat on your face and just, I mean, quit before it even gets started. And I know that many times in my life I've been there. I remember when I used to bowl 
um, and I used to bowl uh, in these leagues, and and at the end of these leagues, we'd go to Vegas, and and uh, and I'd get all pumped up because I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a great league. We're gonna great. This is gonna be a great, uh, you know, um, last week in Vegas. And Vegas is always what they call what they would call sweeps week, right? And man, you can win some really good money. You can win some really good money. At the time for me, it was like three to six or seven hundred dollars in a weekend. Like for me, that was crazy huge at the time. And so I put all this pressure on myself to really perform and then I would just fall flat on my face. And I know because I wasn't ready for the abundance that I was capable of creating. And so this uh, this talk that I'm giving, I'm just super excited about it. I'm so comfortable, I'm so ready, and I'm so just blessed to be able to share something with a lot of people and make a big difference in their lives. So um, I have this piece about me, which I'm super excited about. And I want you to consider getting to that point in your own life with you know, the things that you want to do, just getting to that point where you're no longer, you're not nervous, you're peaceful. You're so prepped and ready that you're peaceful when it's time to perform, when the moment has come, you know. And I want to encourage you to do that. So anyway, uh, it's, it, that's, a, that's a great thing that's coming up. And uh, my group is currently closed. Um, we've got, we're at about 540 people. And my goal is to make it another 460 by the end of this year. Uh, super pumped about that. So I'll be opening the group up again in another month. Um, I'm working really hard with this group that I'm with now, helping them all to learn how to apply their strengths when they're looking to influence people online. That is the big uh, thing that I'm teaching right now, is being an online influencer using your authentic strengths. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it, it's very cool. And I'm excited about that. Okay. So um, getting back to this uh, message of don't mess around with a merry-go-round, it has to do with what, I'm, what I plan for. Like for me, I'm going to be real with you. I tend to plan, have a plan for those times where I know I'm going to have the hardest time sticking to my commitments. Does that make sense? Like I want you to think about this. Like how many times... <laughs> I was just thinking of a joke I once heard somebody say. Uh, like, how many times have you taken that before picture, you know? <laughs> I heard a comedian one time say, I am so good at starting diets and exercise programs, um, but I'm really terrible at finishing them. So I just have this collection of pictures of me naked and fat and sad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> okay, so how many times have you taken those before pictures, right? And then something happened after the before picture, you know? Something happened and you, you just like me, just like all of us, right? We, we lost commitment. We lost our way. We stopped doing the things that we said we were going to do. And we, we just, you know, gave up essentially for no reason most often, for no really good reason anyway. And so, um, for me, what I try to do as best I can with any big project or whatever big goal I have, like this getting a thousand people in my group or, or you know, getting my body back in shape. I, I had a, pulled my calf. My calf is much better now, so I'll be getting back to the gym again, which I'm excited about. Um, and, you know, I've nursed it back to health. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. So, I was just, um, I was just thinking about how, like, for me, I've got all these goals and these things that I want to accomplish and I plan for those times where it's hardest to commit. And I'll be real with you all. The hardest time for me to commit 
to my eating regimen, okay, my eating what I call what we call in our home on plan is at nine o'clock at night. No, eight eight thirty at night, okay? Eight thirty. We're about to put the kids to bed, okay? Now I have I have six children at home. I have seven children, but six of them are living with me. My oldest daughter, she's off on her own now. She's doing really well. But my six children live with me. We put them to bed and I get this impulse, right? This impulse to want to go down to this local grocery store and pick up a bag of Oreos. No, no joke. And I'll look at my wife and I'll give her the eye, you know, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> hey, want to do some Oreos tonight? <laughs> a little plug for Oreos. You know, I was looking at like, you just want to do some Oreos tonight. And I know where it's coming from. It's just like, man, long day. I just love to just watch, let's grab a bag of Oreos with you, watch The Office or watch Parks and Recreation. You know what I mean? Just, and just hang out with her and watch like four or five episodes in a row. Like that's a really fun night for me. And so that's like the hardest time for me to commit to my eating on plan. And so I want you to think about this. Okay, I want you to think of an analogy of a merry-go-round. When I was a kid, there was a thing as a there was a thing that every park had. And it was this like this little spinning I can only call it a merry-go-round cuz I don't really know what it's called. Basically, it's this this round metal thing. It's all metal and it has like seven or eight handles and it spins around, right? And then you could like you could run while you're spinning it around. You probably know, I'm hoping you know what I'm talking about. But every playground used to have these. They don't anymore because they're ridiculously dangerous. (laughs) I'm surprised that there weren't more broken arms uh, than than I know of growing up. But anyway, this thing, you could, you have two different, well, you have three, like you have like different spaces you can stand on this thing as it's spinning around. And so the best place to stand where it's spinning around is dead center, right in the middle. The worst place to stand is on the outside of it, right? On the edge, right? You're just like living on the edge, like Aerosmith said, right? Living on the edge, you know what I mean? And you've got two different, you know, you can, those are the two different extremes, all the way in the middle or on the edge. And so when the nighttime comes and my kids are going to bed and I choose to have the thought, you know what, I think it's okay to just relax, have a crap ton of Oreo cookies and watch TV with my wife. That right there is where I am quote unquote living on the edge. But I don't even think that that's like the actual edge. I think living on the edge was not prepping for that moment beforehand, thinking that I was gonna be just fine. And so what I, what I can do at this point now, realizing this and understanding this is a, like the hardest time for me to stick to my commitments, is a good hour, like a good hour, maybe an hour and a half before that time is about to come. I can go off by myself, right? Take, take 15 minutes, okay? Go off by myself, find a nice quiet spot somewhere and just meditate and just release. You know what I mean? Just expand my mind open up my abilities to handle the stress and pressures of the day and to remind myself of the commitments I've made to my health, right? 10, 15 minutes, a good hour and a half before the kids go to bed. 
because I know this about myself. I know, right, I know it's going to be where I'm playing, I'm living on the edge. And so what I'm doing a good hour and a half before that time comes is I'm getting to the center, the middle of the merry-go-round, right? The center. And there's a lot of symbolism there, right? Like going to the center of the merry-go-round is also finding the center of me, my center, or the center of my commitments, the center of what I chose to commit to. I have a grandfather, a father, and a brother who all died before the age of 55 due to heart disease. And here I am thinking it's totally cool at 9 p.m. to drop down half, like a, half a bag of Oreos while watching TV, right? Instead of going to bed with a nice healthy stomach, waking up in the morning, early in the morning, and going to the gym. You know, at some point, we have, I have to say to myself, what the heck am I doing? And I want you to be able to look at yourself this way as well. Take a look at the things that you do that sabotage you. Look at the moments. Doesn't If you notice that there's a pattern, it seems to always happen around the same thoughts, the same times, the same places, right? If you're going to the same places that trigger you, you're messing around with the merry-go-round. You know what I mean? You're messing around. I mean, I mean, go look on the, there's like YouTube videos, tons of YouTube videos of kids who are just screwing this up and getting hurt, spinning and flying off that thing, right? And that's what we're doing. When we go into those places or those thoughts or those around those people that trigger us to do the things that are self-sabotaging, that hurt us, do you feel me? And what we can do is we can stop playing around on the merry-go-round. You can stop playing around. We can get serious. Right? And so here's my thought that I want to share with you for a moment. What could you do differently? Just like I'm trying to think for myself. What could I do differently that will help me prepare, plan, prepare myself for when those times I'm most likely to be triggered? Right? What can I do? What can you do? I'm going to tell I'm going to suggest, highly suggest you start looking into meditation. The one thing I love about meditation is that it's not a release of the pressure of that stress creates. It's actually a, an expanding of me to be able to handle more. Right? So I'm not releasing stress. For me, I'm not just, well, I should say I am releasing stress, but I'm not just releasing stress, but I'm also um, expanding my space to be able to handle the things that have come into my life without having to take a long break or sabotage myself. You know what I mean? I highly recommend you look into it. Uh, there's many different ways to meditate. You could just listen to music, right? For 10 or 15 minutes, music you love. You could um, just sit in complete silence which I know is hard because your thoughts are going to wander and that's fine. That's supposed to, by the way, just FYI. If you ever get into meditation, I want you to understand that it's normal to have your thoughts randomly running around in your head. It's normal. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, like, I've been meditating for a long time and I realized that, like, that that idea that thoughts just randomly wander into my head, you know, thinking that that's a bad thing, yeah, it's not true. 
I had to learn that because it still happens. Um, I'll visualize things when I'm meditating. I'll visualize a rope unwinding. You know those really thick, like, I think it's called Kevlar? I'm not sure. Those really thick ropes they made you cl uh, climb in gym that, like, if you, you know, if you slide down them, they burn your hands. You know, I picture one of those really tightly wound ropes, like, un, you know, like loosening up or, or knots unwinding. All right. Or I'll create, I'll like visualize going from a small space to a very wide open space. And I'll say words like I have enough time. I have enough money. Right. Enough people love me. God is on my side. Everybody wants to help me and everybody wants to hear what I have to say. You know, I'll say these things because I'm trying to create more space so that I'm not messing around on the merry-go-round. You know, I'm sticking close to the quote-unquote center. So here's the, the, th the final thought on this. How do we do this with our strengths? To me, my top 13 strengths are my center. And so while I'm creating space in my mind and in my heart, I'm also reminding myself that I'm capable of doing anything. I'm capable of expanding myself to be and do anything I need to be and do in order to have what I want to have. Better health, stronger relationships with those that matter, right? A powerful belief in myself and all the money I need to help me and help others. And so when I look at my strengths, my strengths are like, that's my center. So that's where I go. So. When I'm looking at these times, when I'm planning for these times where I'm being held back, I'm going to be held back because that's just, that's who I am right now, right? The currently, the, the triggers in my life are there. I can plan for those now. And I can sit back and I can stop and remind myself what's great about me. My strengths do this. So I look at my strengths and I remind myself how I love to do everything and what matters to me most. So how do I love to do everything? I love to do everything in a way that honors my personal desire to help people move from where they want to go. Well, from where they are to where they want to go, the way they want to get there, right? That's my number one desire. That's my most dominant. It's the thing I obsess over most, which is why I do these podcasts. The second thing that matters most to me is the, to learn and use my mind and create, think, visualize, right? conceptualize, simplify. I love to take complex things and break them down and simplify them. This is why I don't run out of ideas and co for content for podcasts because there's billions of different things I could talk about that I can simplify. Do you know what I mean? And so when I realize all these things, I just kind of realize, oh my gosh, I have purpose. I have more to deliver. I have so much to do. And I can't do it if I don't honor my commitments to myself first. And so that's the biggest thing right there. All right. So don't mess around on the merry-go-round. Instead, honor your commitments first with everything you do and prepare for those times where you're going to be triggered and remind yourself with your top 13 strengths, which what is great about you and how you're going to accomplish everything, which means even sticking to your commitments in those times where you're triggered. Yeah. Okay. There you go. My, and by the way, if you notice that there's a place or certain people you hang around that trigger you, get away. Move away. Be done. Does that make sense? You've got better, you got better things to do and you've got more important things to deliver. And with your strengths, you are infinitely unique and cannot be duplicated, which means there's a message you get to deliver that no one else can. 
And if you're busy being around other people who are holding you back or triggering you, then that's going to make the biggest difference in your life. But guess what? It's not up to them. It's up to you. You can decide to move away. You can. You can. All right. And I hope you have, uh, I hope you really took a lot from this. I hope you decide to share this episode with others. Um, if you would love to, I would love for you to take just five minutes of your time and go into iTunes under the podcast app. If you go to uh, my show and scroll all the way down to the very bottom, the last episode, the first couple of episodes, you'll see right down there is where you can leave a five-star rating and write a review. I would love to hear from you. So please take some time out of your day and do that. Let me know how this podcast is helping you because this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is help people just like you to stay committed to who you are and doing things, doing things, every, doing everything authentically, completely authentically. I can't wait to meet you someday. I hope you have a wonderful day. And oh, by the way, also don't forget to stop by strengthsevents.com. Again, strengthsevents.com. And you can actually go in there and hang out with me. I'm doing live events around the country. And if you'd like me to come to your area and do a full day strengths event where I can help you and everybody else around you to be who they are, I would love to do that for you. All you got to do is just click on a little button on there and let me know you're interested in hanging around. Have a wonderful day. And I can't wait to see you sometime soon. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.